This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 101. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. All right, welcome to Fascinating Fridays, everybody. This is a wonderful new kind of episode that I'm adding in on Fridays. I thought it would be great to meet with fascinating people and talk about fascinating things, all to help you live life happy, of course. So today I have back on the show and I'm so excited. Jeff Harry is back today. He is awesome. He helps people rediscover play. He is an international speaker and a presenter all over the world. And he is awesome because he encourages us to embrace that nerdy genius about us or embrace that playful aspect. Because sometimes, let's face it, when we show up in the world, we try to be like polished adults. And, you know, and I personally, I love to add play into my life. So I'm so excited to have you on the show, Jeff. Thank you so much for coming. Ooh, I'm so excited to talk about mischief. Oh, you just gave away. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about today is how can we... Actually, I have to back up. The first time that I met Jeff was on a phone call and he said, so what mischief have you been getting up to lately? It was so awesome. So that is wonderful. If we could talk about that, right? Tell me, tell me, tell me your definition of mischief. <laughs> um, My definition of mischief is being fully yourself in your weird, strange, nerdy way. And the reason why I reference mischief is because I'm sure you heard a lot as a kid, people saying to you, especially maybe your parents like, okay, you're, you're being too much right now. You, you know, you really got to calm down. Um, and, and even your teachers said this, like, this has basically been programmed in you for so long of like, stop being so much you right? We've been always been told to calm down our, our you. And it's just like, no, the mischief, the weird, strange part of you, the part that you see in kids when they're like, and you're like, what in the world is that kid doing? Is like, that's the unique part of you, right? And I'm like part of this book club, this Brene Brown uh, book club right now. And we're reading Gifts of Imperfection, which is phenomenal um, for her, like our, for one of her first books. And, and she says in it, she goes, the only unique contribution you will make to the world will be through your creativity, right? And your, where your creativity is connected to is your mischief, is your play, is that strange thing that makes you you. When people think of you at the end of your life and they're describing you, have you ever been to a funeral, people talk about those unique weird qualities that made you you so why not dive more into that 
Yeah, that's so good. Because a lot of us, you know, I can picture people even at weddings, they're dancing like all stiff, you know, exactly. they're hardly moving and they're, they don't want to be judged or like, you know, critique. And sometimes even myself, I know I hold back my, I call it my quote unquote weirdness, because I I am quite expressive. And I know, so when I post my stuff on social media, I hold back a little bit in fear that someone might judge me or like, oh, she's, she's, that's not professional. Or when I host my book clubs, I, I Sometimes I have very intelligent people that show mm-hmm. up to these book clubs and I'm a l- sometimes a little bit old, like, you know, like they have their PhD mm-hmm. or whatever they have. Right. And I put them up on this pedestal. It's like, I better be proper. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually I, I have stopped doing that because it's not Andrea. Right. So I show up and in the book clubs, I am me. Right. And so the other the other week when everybody showed up and go, oh my gosh, we have so many smarty pants on the call today. And it was a little bit, it lightened it up and they yeah. actually enjoyed it. And it was giving them a compliment indirectly. And um, so I love this concept and this, this idea of tapping back into your inner child and your quote unquote kind of weirdness and nerdiness and, that you say. And let's explore that dance analogy, right? You know, yes. if you think of it, who starts the dance floor, right? It's usually us, right? You know, it, and I think of this one video, if, if y'all can find this, it, it is you, you, literally, I think you can type in dance, this one dancer starts a movement and it shows this strange, weird guy. He's at a music festival, I think in Portland somewhere. And he's dancing in the weirdest, strangest way. And there's multiple videos of this. One video is really long and people are laughing at this guy. They're just mocking him the whole time. But he's causing mischief, just playing around and everything like that. But anyway, after 10 minutes at least of him dancing like that, two people come over to him one at a time. And you can tell they're first just mocking him because they're like, look at how stupid he is. But then as they start dancing with him, they go, wow, this is actually really fun. And then they go from mocking him to actually enjoying dancing with him. And then all of a sudden these three people are having an amazing time. So that causes four more people to show up. And then all of a sudden in the span of 30 seconds, it goes from 10 to 300 people around this one guy. And that is the magic of showing up, right? That is the power of showing up imperfectly. That's the most important part, imperfectly. Not not as your professional self, not as your facade self, but as your nerdy, weird, mischievous self. Because when you do that, you give permission for everyone else to do that as well. Okay. So I know it's very, I'm going to say, it looks like it's easy for you, Jeff. It looks like it's easy for you to show up in this playful, fun, fun way. And I love all your feeds and everything. So I know a lot of people, my listeners are like, well, I got to appear polished or I, you know, it's, how do I, how do I tap back into, or, or even maybe they haven't even tapped into their inner child in a long time. So they, they've forgotten what that playfulness is like. So how does someone go about, you know, really, cultivating this more I think well first I think should challenge yourself that you um that it's untrue that you're not um playful or not mischievous or not creative right I I first look at I I always define play as any joyful act you do where you forget time and where you you let go of the result and what is the problem with most adults, in my opinion, and why I find most adults really boring is because they're so focused on results. 
And a lot of times what expectation is the thief of joy, that is what really makes adults really boring because they're like, all right, what are the results of this? And what is the result of that? Like if you listen to most conversations people have, they're very transactional conversations where they're comparing their stuff. Look at my stuff. Look at my stuff. My stuff's bigger than your stuff. Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at the weather. And then you end up having boring conversations as adults about the weather, about what you do for a living, which isn't even really relevant to like who you are. Just just the most boring conversations, right? I love to ask the conversation. I love to ask what I asked you, right? I'll go up to someone and be like, what mischief are you causing right now? Or like, what trouble are you causing? Just to change it up. I'll do that at conferences all the time, right? So first it's like, give yourself credit for the creativity or the playfulness or the weirdness you're already doing. And then if you're like, well, I don't have anything that's weird about me. Oh, trust me, you do. You haven't, <laughs> yes. you need to get quiet enough. You need to get bored enough, meaning turn off some social media, turn off Netflix just for a moment, get quiet enough, and then follow that curiosity. And that curiosity will lead you to that weird thing that you love. And don't be ashamed about that weird thing. Own your weird thing. Own the weirdness that is you, right? Um, and then a second way in which you can do it is to reach out to your friends, your closest friends, and ask them this question. When have you seen me most joyful like when have you seen me most at play you know when have you seen me most ridiculous or most at my weird like and they'll they know you so they'll tell you and then you'll be like oh yeah i do like claymation you know like i do like this weird, <laughs> you know i do like to use these different voices for no reason you know like you know you just there's something is and that weird creative thing is what the world needs more. So you're doing this as a service to not just yourself, but everyone that you interact with. So true. So much is coming up for me. It's like, I know for me, like when I used to teach Zumba fitness, like before COVID and everything, right? That like dancing to the music coming alive always feels so good. And like the, the crazier and the weirdest I got, like the choreography I would make like, like while mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody loved it so much more. And then it's like the, the more crazy that you bring, the more that it comes back and everyone else gives permission around you of other people to also tap into that, that funness and that inner child and that. It's true. And what's also amazing is you let go of the result, which then allowed for those weird ideas to show up, right? And if you don't let go of your result and you're like, I have to run the Zuma class and it has to be this way and blah, 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 <laughs> then you lose out on all the weird, amazing opportunities that are in front of you. So... So true. Now I got to say too, that sometimes um, it, it's so important with our children too, if they're acting in a way, like I've always embraced my kids when they, for example, they would come out and we would have quote unquote dance parties. And you, the rule was you could pick the song and you just got to dance. Like nobody's watching and just like do whatever you want do your own. Inter we call it interpretive dance, but we'd only keep it on for little chunks of time. But it's so fun because then we would all do these interpretive dance and, and the crazier we got. And the rule was you, you, you can't critique 
the person like you kick mm-hmm. oh my god that was weird it's just like you know like watch and laugh and it, it always I feel like things like that are really important too to demonstrate it also to our children and people around us because for example I have heard like sometimes parents might shut them down it's like don't be like you said in the beginning don't don't do that or wow you look weird or even siblings might do it to the yep. other sibling right like that was an ugly dance like why are you acting like that yeah. or you know whatever yeah so, judgment I mean judgment crushes so much creativity and so much of what we need in the world because we're always trying to conform but the ironic part about it is then everyone conforms and then they are following what the Joneses are doing and then everyone's normal and boring when they really aren't normal and boring right like you know I lived in the city so people allow their weirdness to show up all the time. It's just so obvious, right? But then I come to the suburbs and I see how so many people have conformed, but I know there's weirdness there. I know they're just trying to hide it. And it's like, don't hide who you are, like own that, right? And I and going back to the to the dancing part, there's something known as five rhythm dancing, which is really amazing. Um, and what it is, is it's a dance meditation that you do and you can do it, you know, they used to have dance classes. Now you can even do it online where you go through five different emotions through dance. And the whole time you're not dancing with anyone. You're just dancing with yourself, but you're surrounded by all these other people that are working stuff out. So like anger is one of the emotions. Sadness is one of the emotions. Joy is another emotion. Creativity is another emotion. So you're like, doing all this stuff. And really when you see someone fully embracing that emotion in their dance, it really frees up everyone else to also express in ways that they would never have gone if they hadn't seen that first person show up. So that's the challenge I have for you is this like, the mischief needs to get out, so let it So true. I love that. Yeah. And this, I love the idea of too, because as we know, right, emotions are energy emotions. Mm -hmm. We need to move them through our body. And one of the best ways we can do that is through dance. And a lot of the critique actually in positive psychology is that we kind of ignore negative emotions and we kind of hide them under the carpet instead of focus. And we only like focus on the positive. And that's not what positive psychology is about at all. It's all about embracing the whole gamut of emotions and Mm -hmm. allowing them to move through your body. And so I love that you brought up dance because that's so powerful and movement. And I'm sure we'll put something in the link so people can check that out further. Okay. So in terms of mischief, so yeah, so you're, you just offered everybody a challenge. So, you know, challenging people to show up as with their inner child or just tap back into it and kind of go back into like remembering what it is that they used to love and maybe bring it forward. Are there any other strategies to help people uh, wake up that inner child? I think, well, even double downing on the, like, find your weirdness. Let's like spend some time really finding your weirdness. And that is a combination of you thinking about it and you asking all of your friends about what makes me weird. And then, and then double downing on what you can do with that. I think that is really important. Um, The other thing that I would challenge people to do is once you find your weirdness, there's going to be another idea that's going to pop up, right? It's the idea of like, oh, well, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I can't share that. 
you know, so there's a moment that you'll be like excited. Yeah. So I think first and foremost, you have to double down on finding your weirdness. So that is a combination of, of not only thinking, but maybe even morning pages. What are the weird things about you that you really enjoy that you haven't expressed in a really long time? And second, it would be worth asking your friends as well, what is weird about me? What is the thing that makes me uniquely me, right? And then having them remind you of your song in in a way. Um, But then I think third and and most important is then there's going to be two things are going to pop up. Your inner critic's going to pop up and be like, that's really weird. You don't want to reveal that to anybody. You don't want anyone to know about that. But then there's also going to be the inner superhero that's like, that would be super cool if we did that. And that is where if you find something that both excites you and scares you, then explore doing that. Just see where, and, and see where that takes you. Like, it's going to at least take you on an adventure. And it's so much more exciting than acting like a normal, boring adult. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. That There's so many fantastic things here that I hope the listeners can take away. And you're always so fun and playful and such a inspiration. And just like your, your, we call it your nerdiness, your weirdness, I swear it rubs off and I love it. And it's just, it's such a pleasure to be around. So I know everyone's going to want to get a hold of you or connect with you in some way. Um, so please do share where they can get a hold of you. Of course, I'll put everything in the show notes as well. Uh, so you can find me at rediscoveryourplay.com. And then where I post all of my nerdy, ridiculous videos is at the handle <laughs> Jeff Harry plays J E F F H A R Y P L A Y S. And I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Awesome. And oh my gosh, you are so funny. People are just going to die. So I do recommend going and finding him, searching him out on his social media because you like, if anything, laughter therapy, just watching him, watching Jeff, you'll, you'll have benefit from that for sure. Thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. This is so much fun. Yay. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it. No one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show. 